like this, don't come on a box score. Keenan with the kale, just give me the rock more. Weather off the glass, nothing but the net. I'ma get you set, pick and roll, we can go with the whole four. Dick Vitel, look at diaper dandy. NCAA with the great Andy. Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Courtside Conference Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Scott, as usual. And with me today is, um, you know, the guest favorite, the city loves him, both the Northeast and the Midwest. My guy, Tara, what's good, bro? Nice to be back, uh, especially with, uh, you know, how Tatum's been playing again. I've been, I've been chomping at the bit to get back on this show. Like I'm calling into Felger and Mass. <laughs> Talk about Tatum. <laughs> yeah. No, we all of us here at OTS love Tatum. I want you to know that. Just a you little. Try to run tough. him out of town. <laughs> I just, I just wanted him to make the layup. That's all. And an open three pointer. He's coming back though. He's coming back. We back, baby. We back. The three point, the, the three pointer shooting still hasn't got fully backed up. We on the way though. No, but I mean, it's like you know. I was saying the other day, he's willing us to wins with, like, just being on the court. The, the on-off numbers are, like, are disgusting. Yeah. Like, they're disgusting. And I was like, he's going to be the first person. He's going to average 40 on 40-30-90. On 40-30-90. 40, 40, <laughs> 40, what, what is it? Efficiency is for nerds and calculator boys, and he doesn't need that. No more efficiency for Tatum. <laughs> but now my guy's figuring out, though. I'm happy for him. The passing is great. I loved it. So I always, I figured it would come back despite, like, you know, screaming for him to make shots the first couple of weeks because, like, he was getting good in open shots. He was just, like, breaking. So, I mean, unless he just turned, like, woke up one of the worst shooters ever, that wasn't going to continue. So, good for him. And, I mean, like, it can't be discounted, too, that, like, I, I don't, I don't know if there's any science to this, but, like, the team, like, obviously, I don't think the team's great or nothing, but, like, we actually have other guys who can score now. And it's like that Lou Williams thing, like, hot hand theory, where it's like, mm-hmm. I think, like, he he had so many games, like, he had, four, you know, fucking four 50-point games. But he had so many games last year because, like, you know, he passes it out to Semi Ojale in the corner, and he bricks it twice in a row, and he's like, all right, well, this isn't going to work. And then I think sometimes, like, you know, like, like Dennis hitting a bunch of shots or, like, Al turning back the clock, Jalen. And maybe it's just like, all right, I have to like get back into playing team ball. Like last year mm-hmm. when the entire team couldn't buy a bucket and stuff and Jalen was out, he's scoring 50 because he has to. And now I feel like he might be forcing shots more. I, I, I'm probably just making shit up, but he no. might just be like forcing shots more because he's like, I'm that guy and he doesn't need to be that guy. Yeah. But no, I think that's definitely what it was, especially after he started cold. You could see some games where he just like, start kind of forcing an issue when it really wasn't necessary and dribbling in, like, some bad and tough contested shot. Like, especially that um that first Cavs game we lost where he kept oh, trying to um, take Evan Mobley off the dribble, like, um, late in the fourth quarter and just kept going over. And the bus game before that where he was, like, just overdoing it, like I said, just going over. But now that he's trying to back the letting it come to him and knows that, he has, like, really NBA players next to him. Now he's trying to, you know, just be himself again. Speaking of Evan Mobley, is is he going to be, like, the first rookie of the year who, in, in, like, 20 years, who's not, like, just, like, highest scoring guard? 
Like he's gonna be like a he's gonna be like the defensive center or big man like rookie of the year. Like when was oh, the last no. time that happened was Okafor that I can remember. Jesus Christ, that's been Emeka too. Not even not Jalil Emeka. <laughs> of course, yeah. Because the past like last decades, all rookies were like most of them were like point guards. Yeah, I mean, like you had Ben Simmons, which was ridiculous because he was like 28 years old and like had <laughs> he'd been in the facility since like. <laughs> the the bush administration but i mean like that was donovan's award but whatever we don't have to do that uh but yeah. no like evan mobley like i tweeted before the season i was like it's gonna be jalen green Cade's gonna take some time and i was like it's gonna be jalen green and boy was i wrong no mobley and scotty barnes look better than everybody else but Cade is starting to get there these last no, like Cade's five getting five the numbers years. but yeah kids getting like the pretty the, the 15, 6, and 7, which is, like, the prettiest thing. on Like, to certain people on certain parts of NBA Twitter, that's, like, the most impressive thing you can do is have, like, a varied stat line, but not a triple-double because then you then you have too many stats. <laughs> if, you have, if you have a triple-double, you have too many stats, but it, it can't also be 25-1-1 one, and one because then it's not enough. It needs to be, like, Josh Giddy is the best player on earth to some people. <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. Before we get into the rookies, though, we gotta talk about one on um, route. Let's talk about the Dennis roller coaster the last couple of weeks. Oh man, Dennis is he, a very polarizing player to say the least. <laughs> he played his best game ever for the Celtics, like maybe the best game of his career. Uh, Which game was that? The the Blazers game. Oh yeah, he was awesome that night. He was getting downhill. He was not making the bonehead plays. Like he was like, he, he was looked great out there. I mean, he looked so great that I know uh, Dame didn't play, but oh no, did, did, why can't I? Did no, Dame, no, Dame, no, Dame didn't play. He was because he was yelling on the bench. Um, yeah. Classic Dame. Um, but no, I mean, he didn't, he, he was so good that PP got to take target practice that night. Yeah, sir. We loved it. That was but fun. Not- that was a great game. I was dying when they got the uh, technical and the guys were like on the floor sliding in celebration. I, I actually do want to point out too that I thought the Utah game, despite it being a loss, that's like a top five game this team has played as a unit all year. Oh, absolutely. We but only you, lost. They set like the record for most threes in a game or some shit. Like that's they shot, they yeah, shot that's, like twenty eight for fifty two or some some nonsense like that. Mike Conley went. Mike Conley went yeah. seven to seven. It was gross. My, <laughs> Mike Conley averaged thirteen a game and went seven for seven for three. Like, but like we, we beat them so on the famous. glass. That's like yeah. one thing. We beat them on the glass. We beat them in the turnover battle. We beat them on everything except the three point variance, which is the one thing that isn't real. Exactly. Like that's just not like, you know, it's uh, you play that game a hundred times and like eighty five of those times they're having a twenty eighteen game seven Rockets game. Exactly. And it's not like the defense was bad. They were really hitting like the toughest three pointers ever, like consecutively at that. So it's like, no, we can't do Donovan, too. I mean, I, 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 you know how much I hate to give Donovan <laughs> yeah. any credit. Louisville, but still, no, Donovan was, was exceptional. Uh, even Clarkson, like, even Jordan Clarkson looked good that game, which is hard yeah. to do. No, I think even Rudy Gay popped out um, like early in the fourth quarter and bucked the three, too. So. <laughs> He did, but um, it's just one of those nights, man. <laughs> I mean, he turned back the clock. He he turned back the clock, but not really because, like, that might be the that might be the only memorable three of his career, other than that game winner <laughs> that from the YouTube video. 
because he was never a three point guy. But yeah, that was that was gross. And I was expecting uh, Rudy Gobert to hit one at one point. Honestly, I was waiting for it. I was waiting, but it never happened. So, but you got to top those losses up. You got like to ju- bring up Tatum. Uh, re- Tatum is rebounding like oh, Tatum, 2004 yeah. KG now. What the fuck? Every single halftime when they would put up the stats, it's like, it's like, his, it's like, yeah, it's like he's turning into Rondo too. Like the stat lines like reversed. I'm like, Tatum is shooting Tatum. two for 10 and has six points, but has eight assists and 14 rebounds. Tatum Tatum has finally realized that he's 6'10 the last few weeks. And yeah, since the then, he's rebounding like crazy. Like, I think that 50 game, he had, like, what, 26 and 18? Uh, 16, yeah. He led, he led yeah. the game, and it was his career high. Exactly. So, like, he's just going crazy. He beat and Joel Embiid us- on the glass in a rock fight. Exactly. Exactly. And the Raptors game before that, he couldn't buy a bucket by the all. Um, had like nine rebounds and ten assists. So, yeah, no, that was the that was the the he had a he he had a Rondo game. Exactly, Taylor's putting together another guy. Like, I really like Josh Richardson, despite the early complaints about him, like during the off season. I, like, he's really found. I really like Josh. He's really found his role. He's consistent, playing good D. He's not much of a shooter, but he's always getting to the rack and making his layups and his knee occasional mid range jumper. So. I mean, not much to complain about that. All I can really say about him is that I have, uh, I have a nice little collection of slander tweets going about him right now. He's all right. I don't actually have the problem with him, but I'm eating on tweets about him. So you gotta, you gotta keep the bit going. I mean, I've just, I've been only referring to him as the homeless man's Robert Covington. <laughs> like my, uh, like our guy Sam Shea said, gotta live and die by the bit. So hey. I mean, I'm. It, it's like no, but the, I feel bad when he actually starts playing good. The one who I'm really feeling bad about is like I was ready to throw Nesmith off a off a cliff oh, like a no. week ago, and he's actually like he's been pretty good. Yeah, Nesmith, he just needs to find consistency, and we don't All have like a we don't have a lot of wins, so we can't really afford to like tough out the um, rough spots with him, so he gets like benched a lot. The only thing I want, like, the only thing I really want out of him is, like, I don't even care if he's good. I just want him to be, like, if if you ranked every single player in the league, I just want him to be one above Desmond Bain so I can stop fucking hearing about him. Because every good, single man. day we get reminded by another fan base or our own fan base that we could have had Desmond Bain instead. And it's like, yeah, Desmond Bain's awesome. Xavier, Xavier Tillman... I feel like every single pick on that team is always like that. They could have been a Celtic. Well, then could fucking Jav been a Celtic? Could Jaron Jackson Jr. have been a Celtic then? Like, why are we why are we crying about Xavier Tillman? Look, man, I'm just saying, Maxi and Baines would have been a good draft class. Yeah, it would have been great. Max, well, Maxi is different. I wanted even if Maxi sucked, I wanted him. <laughs> and Emmanuel quickly, I would like him too. Yeah, but I like PP though. He's he's not getting going. Well, I like PP because he, you know, <laughs> he, you know, it's always good when uh, they always say this at uh, uh, for city jobs. Uh, if you, if anyone's ever worked a city job, they always say it's good to have wherever you are, whatever neighborhood you serve, the person in charge. It's always good 
for them to look like the people who live there. So it's like, dang. and PP looks exactly like almost everyone who lives in the greater Boston area. <laughs> PP looks like one of y'all. Like, he looks like Quincy. He looks like Braintree. He looks like Dorchester. He looks like Weymouth. That's what he looks like. And it's like, it's good for the culture to have him. It's good for the culture to have PP. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Romeo so far? I'd love to see more of them. Like, Romeo is so talented. Uh, the book on him was what? That, like, when he was coming out of college, like, oh, he dominated, but he dominated weak competition, and, like, he's too small, and he gets nah, hurt. He, um he broke his thumb, so he shot, like, awful for three that season. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I, I, I feel like people kind of, like, I feel like there were people that were downplaying it because he was at Indiana. Yeah. And um, he's, whatever, small and. I like him a lot, actually. I like you know who I'm, I'm sad, more sad about we never got to see more Tremont because I thought Tremont was super skilled. I like Tremont too, but he has some very, he had a lot of mental lapses, I should say. But he was very, like, he, he was one nah, of those. He was, a, he was definitely a skilled point guard, though. He just, he just had to, he just had to slow down. That's what he had to do. He's like uh, those pictures where it's like, Oh, like who would be the best player in the in the league? It'd be like Giannis if he had Steph's shooting, KD if he had Harden's passing, and it'd be like Tremont if he was six four. <laughs> if Tremont was six four, we'd never hear Jordan's name again. Oh God! And I will say I owe Grant Williams an apology. Oh, me too. I said he uh, wasn't an NBA player on opening night. I, I, I said it too. I, I was trying to shoot Grant Williams into the moon and off of this team all last season and all off season. I argued that Jabari was better. <laughs> That's so shameful. I argued Jabari was better than him, like when he signed with us and more useful. And I'm sorry, I'll take it all back. No, I do too. Um, Grant is a great player, man. He's a sniper from three now, finally. He's not fouling anymore. Which he's, I'm he's so, so happy about. He he's not weight. fat anymore. Uh, Grant, I'm sorry. You're a great player. I take it all back. And not to, yeah, no, we went one for two, but it was a big one for two. So we were wrong on Grant, but me and you were, I, I think you were with me on, uh, I, you know, let, let the door hit Kemba's ass on the way out. You know, I, I wasn't, I didn't. Yeah, no, no, Kemba had to go. I like Kemba, great guy, was a great player before, his, before Nick Nurse grinded his knees into the dust, but no, it was no way to come back. And, and then 48, too. That was that was nasty when people were like, we punted the season because we got rid of Fournier. Fournier. He's the worst Gr defensive player in the league right now, I think, by any metric that any blog boy Gr ever wants to post. Richardson has absolutely been better than Fournier. <laughs> it's not saying much as Fournier has been pretty awful in the midst, but nonetheless. Kill us when we played him, though, which sucks. First game of the season. Fake game. Doesn't count. He was also all right against the Nets too, but he was. But nonetheless, he's not. He's not that guy, and that's okay. He's a role player. No, he's not that guy. I think people kind of like um, because he was like the one constant. He was the only vet on the Mavericks for like six years. So people are like, "That's his team," and it's like, is it anyone? Like, okay, it's his team. It's like. It, that, that whose team is it? Yeah, that might have been Cole Anthony's team or Mo Bamba's team. It's no one's team. It's no one's team. It's just a team. It's just it, there. it probably was Vucevic. If we're being real with ourselves, that was Vucevic's team. <laughs> Pretty much. 
I mean, he's the only oh. all-star. Protates the wrong all-star. But, yeah, all-star nonetheless. But um, are you worried that Jalen won't be able to integrate when he gets back? No, I never worry about Jalen. I I never worry about Jalen. He he seems to be like just fine at getting himself going. Um, the only thing I ever worry about Jalen is that the stuff that everyone worries about Jalen. It's the health, and um, occasionally I fall into the off-ball defense stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the on-ball defense is fine. Uh, it's yeah. more like instinct, which you can't really teach, so that kind of sucks. But, I mean, yeah. at the same time, you, you have a – when you have, like, two amazing offensive wings, the defense is it's, – it's 2022. It's about to be 22. It's not 1985. The we guard defense who gives a shit. Exactly. There's and no more Sidney Moncrief's. And our starting lineup has, like, the best defensive rate in the league. So, there's that, too. So I'm not really too worried about him. Yeah, Al is like dead seriously. If they had a comeback player of the year award in the NBA, it'd be Al. Definitely. Him and Rob were like just locking the paint down every game. At the, that's another thing our fan base crowd all, all season about double bids. So the Rob thing is funny because like he'll have like four mental lapses in the game, but then like he'll let like Matisse Dybul get a dunk, but then he'll also block the game winning shot. So, like, exactly. I don't hate his defense at all. I think he might, like, be a little bit over-eager at times and stuff. Oh, but, but it's, like, in the big moments, I feel like Rob is always there. And at the end of the day, you know, the big moment matters. Yeah. But, no, he definitely has some lapses. I think he um, he tries to overplay and get blocks too often. Which he's is, a stat yeah. monster. Yeah, he's got to live with that. But he's been crazy on the boards oh, since – he made channels like, what's that, the second week of the season, I think. And mm-hmm. before he was injured, he was leading the league in offensive rebounds. So, I mean, I mean much to yeah, those, and, I, I wonder how I, much I, those Tatum bricks carried. <laughs> definitely. And he's the only guy on the team who can, like, actually finish in the um, – I should say the only one. The only big who's a threat in the paint consistently, I should say. Because Grant and Isle are more shooters than they are, like um, like banging the post guys, and Grant and um, Rob is always there, catching lives, getting boards, getting put bets. Oh yeah, man, Tatum, like Tatum's. New, I think like my new favorite highlight on the Celtics. It used to be Tatum's step back three, and that's plummeted. But my new favorite highlight on the Celtics is like when Tatum, you know, like kind of like fakes a shot a little bit, and then Rob's in the Duncan spot. Right. And he just hits Rob with like a bullet. And it's like, I never would. If you told me in 2017 or 2018 or 2019 that my favorite play on the Celtics would be a pass from Tatum, I would think you're on crack. <laughs> but it's nice, my, dude. My favorite. The, um, the smart lob to Rob is up there, too. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, we haven't even talked about smart. Man, I also got to apologize to smart. The night when he called out the Jays on, on TV. I was like, I never thought I'd say this because he's always been my favorite player. But like, fucking trade him. Yeah, that was rough. But he wasn't wrong. It's just no, ironic. Wasn't. It's just ironic coming from him because Smart is like the worst shooter ever. So well, yeah. The the thing yeah. that that bothered me, I should say, the only like, I am only gonna say it bothered me because, it, well, because it did. But it, it's like you know, the Jays are so professional for their age that like I've they've they've never gone on the on the podium and was like. 
We would have won if a certain someone didn't go one for 16 from the corner. <laughs> so it felt a little bit weird. But then again, it's always tough to remember that he's like the longest tenured Celtic. He's like the captain. Right. Like he's been here forever. I was forever. in the 11th grade when we. Yeah, I, yeah I had just graduated when he got drafted. Yeah, so he's been so here. So he'll forever. be a. But he'll like, he'll be a ten year guy by the time his contract is over. Yeah, I don't think he's ever going. No, he's not going anywhere. But I love Smart. He's playing the best defense of his career, which is saying something. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I, know, man. The twenty nineteen like, Smart. I thought he should have won DPOI. Yeah, he was up there, but this season he's going crazy though. I don't know. It's hard. No, I mean he's he's been consistently good for years, so right. and he's. And he has, like, Rondo stat lines every night, too, aside from, like, the shooting. He has, like, six points, four rebounds, seven eight assists, like, two turnovers. Rondo wasn't Steph Curry, so the shooting is <laughs> – the shooting isn't, like, that big of a deal. No. It's funny how the Celtics, over the years, like, there are, like the last 10 years, like, our five point guards, we – they bookend. It's, like – the one like Rondo and Smart on the ends, it's like defense, defense and passing first who can't shoot. And then in the three middle, we have three guys who can't defend anyone and all they can do is shoot. Right. Isaiah, Isaiah, Kyrie, and Kemba. It's weird. Danny had a fetish. <laughs> Danny loves guards. He loves guards. Loves them tiny scoring guards. I mean, I get it too, because that's what Danny was. Yeah. And, like, he I could see why you might want to draft guys, like, you think you can get the best out of them. I don't know. Yeah. May it worked for a little while, like I said, until Kemp, Nick Nurse destroyed Kemba's knees. Fuck, man. Now I'm going to be thinking about that. Now I'm just going to be thinking about Kyrie all night. I 2018. <laughs> yeah. That was a hospital south of Scrabble, baby. That might be like my that's like one of my genuine favorite sports teams in any Oh, sport. absolutely. Anybody there's no way anybody who watched that team like every night to say a bad thing about them. Like Brad had us winning games with Greg Monroe playing like 20 minutes. Shane Larkin won us a game. Shane Larkin, baby. Shout out Shane. My Shane Larkin, RJ Hunter got called up again <laughs> from this for the second time. For he made he was coming home from the Red Claws. Um no, that that season was was absolutely nuts. Uh, and then even the last game, like I remember that team was so good that we thought we were gonna be like fighting for an eight seed when Kyrie went down. And that right. team was so good that the last game of the year they rested the starters and played Kadeem Allen and Jabari Bird. That's when you <laughs> well, know your team has made it when you can play uh, guys like that. Those aren't even G League players. <laughs> Tatum was talking about that team on his um knuckleheads interview that dropped earlier today too. I mean, that was his, his rookie year. Yeah. I yeah, always wonder they, if he's the same guy without it. That was his, He got his coming out yeah, probably really early. Exactly. He said they were just young, didn't care, trying to prove they so. He said, he said they probably thought they were going to lose in the first round, but just kept on winning. And they thought they, they were going to the finals. Year. And they thought they were going to the finals. And then, you know, LeBron. <laughs> no, they were the Hawks last year. Absolutely. Those are my favorite kind of teams. Like, you can't coach against that, like, you can coach against Steph and KD. It's like, all right, like, I'm not saying you're going to win, but you can coach against them. You can game plan. When the whole entire team is a bunch of wild cards who, like, 
don't run plays and just like just vibes. We're just vibing. <laughs> yeah. Like you What's can't get like wh- how do you game plan against Terry Rozier just being like I'm gonna jack it up and and, and make it like you don't t- you don't game plan against Terry Rozier it just happens. I love Terry. Shout Luke out Morris. Terry. We got Moot Terry, Jalen Tatey, Young Baines, Horford, Simi when he was playable. Yeah, the he was the Giannis stopper. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's why they signed him. Exactly. That's why he's. That's why he got to stay all four years. <laughs> Oh, no, man. I mean he, that's why he's on the Bucks now. <laughs> it's like eliminate eliminate the threat. Like when the Sixers tried to um sign Al Horford. <laughs> when they did sign Al Horford. When they did sign Horford, yeah. Oh that would yeah, have been like yeah, 2007 Lakers instead of getting Paul Gasol, they're like, let's just get let's just steal Raja Bell. <laughs> and we won't have to worry about the Suns anymore. Steal Raja Bell and um and trade for Tony Allen. Yeah, the, the, the war, and then once funny enough, the Warriors did that too. In uh, twenty, the they they picked up Tony. He never played because he broke his leg. But Tony Allen's last contract is with the Warriors, and I always thought it was because KD. Like the only, no one's ever <laughs> given KD trouble except for Tony Allen, Rondo, and fake Patrick Beverly. Fake Patrick Beverly. Now Patrick Beverly's more annoying than anything. <laughs> but like those little like pesky mean mean yeah. like guards get him like you put you could put prime matumbo or prime run our test in his face and he's it's cash but rondo like at his knees he's he's flustered <laughs> definitely definitely i'll just move on to the rest of the league are you ready to apologize to the rosen yet or are you waiting until the playoffs to have your redemption i'll never apologize to the <laughs> tomorrow the rosen could lift the finals mvp trophy this year and i would be like fake award fake <laughs> You put that asterisk by the title, DeMar DeRozan. So my problem with DeRozan isn't like, you know, like like I love the mid-range. I love Chris Paul. I love Kawhi. I love KD. I, I loved watching uh Kobe and T Mac and all all the great mid mid-range maestros. I, I love the mid-range. I don't like DeMar DeRozan. Like <laughs> I don't I don't like him. I don't like the way he plays. I think it's ugly. Uh and the reason why too is because like he he's never it's because like to a lot of those other guys the mid range guys, it's like they're daggers and like they're like oh man like the, they got to their spot and they won the game like I feel like he plays with the same amount of urgency every possession, and it's always bothered me where it's like he's not getting to his spots he's just you know taking the three just I mean taking the mid range just taking the shot and it's like I don't know how to explain it without sounding crazy, but he just always kind of plays like very lackadaisical and I hate it. And I, I just, I've never liked him. I, uh, when he got traded and Kawhi won them the ring, I was happy. Norman, he wasted Norman Powell's prime. <laughs> Not Norman Powell. And I love Zach Levine though. I love Zach no, Levine. Oh, Zach is one of my favorites, bro. I got used to crawl. I think I called Zach like the empty stat guy like a couple of years ago. Back when Bulls fans like kind of slandered Jalen a little bit, but oh, no, Zach, yeah, I mean, Zach, that was, Zach has I a complete know. package, though, man. Zach yeah, that was from his... everywhere. He's like the most effortless, like not the most, like he's like one of the most effortless scorers in the league too. Like you know how oh, KD yeah. just always looks like KD looks comfortable, like most of the time. Like whether he's, he's down... taking a like tough shot or a um a super deep three or anything, he just looks like at home. 
that's kind of how like the vibes that gets when he plays. Which is so funny because like he's one of the all-time turns it around guys. I remember his like rookie year, second year in the league, he was dog shit. Yeah. Like like seriously, I think he might have like he played so much when he was young too. Like a lot of guys who were bad just don't get burned. And they were just like, nah, just keep on, just keep on playing until you improve. Keep on playing until you improve. And they let him play through the mistakes. And I think it helped him. But I remember like he was terrible. He was he just was. a dunker. And now that, that 20 point per game season on the Timberwolves that all of us is strong up. No, I think that his the real day when I started to believe in him, like the day when I was like, he's not a joke, was um Thanksgiving Eve or two days, whatever, Thanksgiving weekend or whatever, 2019, when he hit the third, he tied the record for like most threes in a game. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, maybe he's good. And then ever since then, he's been like just on fire. Good That's for him. The game. That's not the game he was like arguing with his coach, made a play to like cash the um, 30 footer, is it? It might, it must be. You know, you know, I'm talking about when he was arguing with the coach, walking up court, then just banged the three and just like looked at it like boiling, right? Yeah, boiling. Yeah, the 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 Bulls. That I feel like that always happens to the Bulls. Like boiling was like that, that happened with Kobe White too. Kobe White hit like the the eight threes in a quarter, yeah. and like was like like that. That shit always happens with them. But no, um, love Zach Levine. So, love. Uh, what about can we talk about Ant? And I I would love to talk about Ant. He is becoming the number one highlight in the league for me. Like, the first guy I check for. Absolutely. He has the personality, too, to go along with, like, all his, like, flash and everything. Uh Uh-huh. Every single morning, like, when I wake up, like, uh, whatever, you know, because the Timberwolves, I I never really watch the Timberwolves. One, because they're never on TV. And two, because, you know, if the Celtics are playing, I'm watching the Celtics. And then after that, I got other teams that I like. And so they always fall by the wayside. But if there's one person who I check on Twitter every single morning, it's I type That's in Anthony man. Edwards. He never disappoints. That kid, he's going to be a star. I think he is. Absolutely. He might be an all-star right now. I was thinking about that, too. I, don't wanna, I didn't want to say it, so I don't know if I sound crazy or not. But T, no, I tweeted, like, last week that the T-Wolves keep winning. It's going to be kind of hard for him not to be an all-star last day. Just give the nod to Cat, which look if, if Zion can be an all-star year two and only play like you know 25 minutes a game and play like 15 <laughs> games, then I see no reason why he can't be an all-star year. He's the first overall pick. Like that's how things are supposed to go. It's because we're in this new era where no one ages anymore. And like, you know, back in the day, guys were like, Oh, he's 29, like to better trade him. And now, like, the best <laughs> players in the league are all 34. So yeah. it's different. But the number one overall pick being an all-star year two shouldn't be controversial. It should He's nice, yeah. too. He's very nice. Especially, too, because how Cat, and you know how much we love Cat, but Cat mm-hmm. prefers the, the secondary role. Cat just wants to hit his threes and grab his rebounds. He doesn't want to jar at anybody. And let Ant do that. The like, Ant gets to be the alpha, and Cat gets to just get his numbers and play good basketball. Once they get rid of D'Angelo Russell, they're a, a <laughs> six seed. They're a six seed. Oh, definitely. Poor D'Lo. He's but stacked. Not, you know, but like I said, I love Ant though. Like I you like said, him. like like you were saying in the group chat, the next step for him is just you know like making the right passes, I guess, and kind of being the like. 
lead facilitator role, at least like second day role. That's what somebody going for. Unless, well, they could just get a point guard because this is like that discussion we had a few months ago where it's like everyone gets pushed into the Luca, LeBron, Harden, do everything role. And maybe Ant is just a dunker and shooter and scorer. Like, why does he, why does he have to be a point forward? He doesn't. As long as he flourishes, that what he do. He's straight to me, anyway. Yeah, he doesn't have to. He's also like I didn't realize how like pause, but how dick he is. <laughs> like he's not not like I mean like he's like 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 fucking burly man. Oh, I thought nice. he was skinny. My kids, Jeff, think he like grew a couple inches over the summer. But like I mean like 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 uh, I thought he had like you know like the the typical mm. like big arms and like skinny body, but like. No, he has like those like he got like a legit like bulging out six pack. Like he's oh. he's he's in shape. No, nah, it's cut. The Natural video him, The video of him and Jalen shooting in the gym is always funny to me too. When Jalen said he's on um, the black clay. <laughs> clay is actually black. <laughs> well, I know, but I, I, I know about um they, know they do that all the time with, with Stephen Clay, like when they, 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 because they're just really light skinned. Yeah, KD said when they met in AAU, he thought he was a little white kid. <laughs> the shooting, the fundamentals. Steph Curry was a gym rat. <laughs> First guy in, brings lunch pail to work with him. Man, speaking of bringing a lunch pail, you know where I'm going with this. Zion. Zion. Zion, Zion's still bringing his Thanksgiving leftovers to, to practice. Absolutely. Zion eating in New Orleans, boy. <laughs> you, you see that the Shams tweet? Shams, I mean, we all know that Shams is is well on his way to a lifelong in Alcatraz. But <laughs> he he had a, a, a banger on Thanksgiving because he was like, Zion has been reevaluated and will not come out in two weeks. And it was like, usually they write in parentheses like right ankle. Or like left wrist, and he just wrote uh, out Thanksgiving, and I was no. like, "Come on, man!" No, like, that is so funny because the, then, uh, the anonymous nobody, L Budget, was like Zion putting up a triple double, <laughs> putting up a triple double <laughs> with the plates. It's like nine the week before Thanksgiving, somebody was like Zion. It was like we're gonna hear in trouble days like Zion suffer setback. Those are Zion <laughs> out two weeks parentheses Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then sure enough, it happened. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, it sucks because, like, I think he's, like, a great player. Like, I love watching him. He's, like, the vertical he has at that size is insane. But he really does, like, I don't want to, like, harp on him. I don't want to be, like, oh, you're fat. But, like, no, no. it's more of, like, it's not even about him being fat. It's an injury thing, right? Like, landing yeah. on your, he jumps 48, 48 inches in the air. Landing, lands down 280 pounds. Yeah, John Morant can't even land without getting hurt. And yeah, he's exactly. a string bean, so. So, yeah. He's out how to just share some weight, hopefully. But um, speaking of top pits, you say you like, and you like um, LaMelo, too? Oh, I love him. Yeah. Love him. This is, like, my fa- one of my favorite errors in a while. Because Definitely. after the drafts, um, the 2013, 14, 15, 16 era, that was, that was like, gross. We had some real, like, Cat, I love Cat. He's my guy, but, like, Cat being, like, the best guy from that stretch. Well, Giannis became it, but, I mean, like, when they were young, because Embiid didn't play yet, and Jabari and Wiggins stunk, 
and Anthony Bennett was out of the league by <laughs> the third quarter. <laughs> third quarter. <laughs> and no, so it was Cat. And then now, though, like, look how many good young guys we have. Like, this league is stacked. These young guys, they just know how to, they just know how to hoop. There's no other way to put it, I don't think. Lamelo is great. Like, he's, I love he's another great highlight, too. Exactly. Him and Ant, just, they have all the swag in the world and all the skill to actually go along with it so early on. Shay. Shay. Even though Sam Presti is committing war crimes every day against them. <laughs> yeah, that team is, um, I don't know what he's going for with the he's going with the AAU team he got going on. No, but Sam, Sam everyone on that is, team is twenty. He's going to stand trial if he doesn't figure it out in the next couple of years. I guess they're just in perpetual tank mode, but no, it's got to turn the players eventually. So we don't see. Lamelo is um, the 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 him playing the balls last week. That was beautiful. Definitely. Him and Lonzo going back and forth and hitting threes on each other and jogging down the court together. I was saying LeVar needs to frame that picture and just put yeah. it up. He won. He won. LeVar is a proud dad. And uh, once LiAngelo starts picking up the slack, <laughs> the Cooper Man's Manning over there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, finesse his way onto a team somehow. And I think he, he was like, on the Hornets, right? Didn't he? Did he? Did he get cut? I think no. Nah, he's on their G League team. They signed him to their consent to the G League. So what I don't get is like maybe maybe Lamelo doesn't have that kind of juice yet, but I mean like Giannis got you know his fifth cousins on the team. Um, <laughs> Steph has his uh, brother-in-law on the team. Like Lamelo can't get his brother on the team. Exactly. Come on now. He got to make an all-star team first before he starts getting his family members in the door. He'll be an all-star this year, I guarantee it. I'll bet money. I think so, too. Miles Bridges is my um, most improved player, too, so far. Oh, yeah. He, um, <clears throat> the Vegas odds on that, after, like, game four, they were already went down to, like, the minuses. That was, like, he's he's been incredible. Incredible. Definitely. Definitely. Another walking highlight guy. Which I'm uh, him and Mikhail, um, the the brothers Bridges. Uh, I love oh, yeah. Mikhail, dude. Mikhail, like Mikhail first, defense, first, all defense is here. First team all defense. Can argue, might have a defense player of the year spot. The Suns keep this up. Oh, we all know he who probably, to. He, he probably won't win. No, it's not going. No, Gobert's not allowed to win anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, they're gonna <laughs> rename the award after him when he's no. Doing. No, if Giannis and Draymond don't walk away with Giannis, Draymond, and Mattel, those are my three dollars at the moment. Shout out to Mark too. Trust me, I agree with you. Every single year, the past five years, I have three finalists. Like 2019, I'm like, yeah, Paul, George, Giannis, and AD. Like every single year, I have my guys, and every single year he wins it. Okay, here, it's his award. Here comes the Jazz fans telling us they don't have any other good defenders on the team, so he has to win and blah 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 blah. So it's okay. I mean, I don't think he should win it. I think he should be in in prison. He should he shouldn't be signing a supermax. He should be in one. But oh, right, yeah, the supermax. Yeah, but like no, he's just gonna continue to win it because defensive oh. awards, uh the guys who vote for this shit are lazy with defense. Like they I don't think they really care about ball. Like what offense is easy. Who's the MVP? I don't know. Add up points and assists. 
on the best team. There you go. But like defense, it's like, oh no, I actually have to watch this. Well, Andy Bailey said that Rudy Gobert was good. <laughs> and it's like, if they're gonna ask, if you're gonna be lazy, at least be lazy to the guys who probably deserve an extra, you know, award in their trophy case or something. I mean, like, at least give, like, at least give Draymond a legacy award or something. He deserves it. Andre Drummond, anybody? Please. <laughs> Andre Drummond got uh got DPOY votes last year. He gets oh, no. them every year. He does. That's disgusting. I mean, the the he's like the. He's the best. It's so funny. He's like the Matt Stafford of centers. And I say that specifically because someday our children will be like, oh, dad, I was on basketball reference. And like, wow, this Andre Drummond guy had the highest rebound percentage ever. And is like third most all time in rebounds. He must have been really good. And I'd be like, oh, no, he actually fucking sucked. Yeah. (laughs) He's like the best rebounder ever. And uh, that's I say Matt Stafford because Matt Stafford's going to retire with 80,000 passing yards and 800 touchdowns. And I'm going to be like, oh, he was dog shit. Absolutely. I hate Matt Stafford. But this is not a football podcast. We're not going to go there. It is not. <laughs> that's all <laughs> I can contribute to football. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, Drummond, Gobert. Who else are we going to tell our kids? So, um, Chris, on the tip of my tongue, you know, you're going to tell your kids the Rosen was awful. That's a given. Um, DeRozan is awful. <laughs> is that what you said? So you're gonna tell your kids DeRozan was awful and that Kevin Martin was the most underrated player ever. Kevin Martin, okay. Kevin Martin was ahead of his time. He invented threes and threes. Freeze everyone, and everyone, yeah, everyone gives it to James Harden. Like, oh, James Harden found out that your true shooting percentage can be through the roof if all you do is shoot threes and take free throws. I'm like, Kevin Martin was doing that in 2006. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Martin never attempted anything but a free throw or, or a three. Or a three-pointer. Didn't grab a rebound. Didn't dish out an assist. Never. No, the king of the 25 one and one. <laughs> one assist one because the one. ball slipped out of his hands and the guy dunked it. One rebound because he was jogging back and it landed in his hand. And that's it. Chat still clears. He, I don't think he, he probably didn't get paid that much because I don't think they valued efficiency scores back then. He, they probably were like, <laughs> "What the hell are you doing? Sixty-eight percent uh, true shooting. <laughs> move in three, move in three feet. Take a mid-range, you coward." <laughs> huh. Oh man, but um, now you had a tweet about um, Jokic and Embiid the other day. It said they're top five talents ever at a position oh yeah i was gonna say when you said i had a tweet the other day i got scared i was like oh i got a lot of bad ones um i got a lot of them so you brought up one of the worst ones no but no no no, correct i did say that i said that they right now if you didn't okay so if you weren't talking accolades and you weren't talking career numbers and you weren't talking time and you were just like in a vacuum everyone's the best version of themselves at every point in history. I think that Jokic and Embiid are probably like top five centers ever. You can probably argue it. Probably a little too soon, so nobody want to listen to it. We probably argue it. Well, the, the, it's, that's what I'm saying about too soon. I'm not saying like, I, I said like, if, if stats didn't exist, accolades didn't exist, health didn't exist, it's just like, what can you do on a basketball court? I don't know if there's five better than them. That's it. 
That's I all I'm saying. You. It's You're like how so... people like talk about Brandon Roy or Walton or T Mac, like people and Grant Hill, Penny. People still put them really high on the list because the talent is there. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I've always been a peak a peak guy over a career longevity. Like Brandon Roy, better basketball player than tons of guys who played for 20 years. Definitely. So I just think like Jokic and Embiid, like they can do so they they impact the game so much. And like it's probably gonna get me flack, but like they're both clear of Dwight. I think that's fair. And Embiid just had to just miss like what three shots yesterday and had like almost 40 and overtime. To the line without and not even bullshit fouls, too. Like he 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 finishes and then gets to like his free throw rate is is crazy. He gets to the line so much and he, he's a DPOY candidate. He could that's shoot enough. like uh, I don't know, maybe it's too soon. Maybe you're right, but like no. And he you actually, telling me uh, if you were building a team for 2022 and they said you can get like 19, they're like, you can have like 1993 David Robinson or 2021 Jokic. Like, I'll take Jokic. Oof, that's heavy. <laughs> I think Shaq, Hakeem, and Kareem are the only three that I will, I'll go to, I'll go to my grave saying they're better. No, I'll tell you. And I made this point on, I thought, a tweet earlier that. And then you compared to when we like first beat him in the playoffs in like eighteen. This version of him like actually understands how to play basketball compared to the raw talent version that had just only been playing since he's like sixteen. Oh yeah, no, like that's why I said both of them because it's a like it's not even like I'm saying like oh yeah, Jokic and then Embiid. I'm saying both of them. I don't know which yeah. one is better. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a toss up. It's it is kind of gross and nasty how uh, everyone now is like, "Yup, Jokic owned the year last year," and I'm like, "No, he deserved his MVP." No, but that was he uh, did. that but was he Embiid the year for March because Embiid got hurt. Embiid was the front runner until March, and people forget Absolutely. that. Absolutely, it wasn't like particularly close either. They tried to like slide LeBron in there. Oh they, no, don't yeah, don't yeah, even remind me. Yeah, when they try to even worse is when they try to slide LeBron into DPOI. Oh, no, that's disgusting. In April. And it was, that was also, uh, we, I know, we actually talked about this on, when I was on the pod in June, when we did the, uh, the draft of the 2000s. I know we talked about this because that was also the same week when LeBron was on his media tour. And he was like, yeah, yeah I think I could be DVOY. And then he also slipped in that if he wanted to be, he could be career 50, 40, 90. And then yeah. everyone was like, why wouldn't you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> Are you missing free throws on purpose? <laughs> yo, 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 yo. The other day when he took the free throw, when uh, when he closed his eyes and he missed it. And someone quoted it and was like, like, bro, you shoot 66% with your eyes open. <laughs> this isn't he Jordan almost, doing this. He almost airboarded at that. With his eyes open, he's bad. So what the hell was he thinking? Exactly. He's going off the rails, man. He's not top five anymore. Nah, he's pretty. Nah, he's pretty old now. And I know he's thirty-seven, so that's not even an insult. But still, like, he's not top five anymore. Yeah. I don't know. By the end of the season, he'll probably finesse his way back in there, then try to posture for some MVP votes. He'll get MVP. He'll be on the All NBA team, I'm sure. But oh, I don't think he deserves it. Like he's um, he's de- he's having his like. This is so crazy to say, by the way. Like, this sentence feels bad coming out of my mouth. But he, he's having his worst season in 17 years, which sounds ridiculous to say. 
but it's the last time it's he had a bad, it's the last time he had a he had a great rookie season, but it's his worst season since his rookie year. Exactly. LeBron's is playing for stats at this point. Oh, of course he wants another title and he wants to see Bron in. But I mean, it's just the numbers. He doesn't have anything left to actually yeah, play he's, for. Stuff he's for. playing for 40,000, 10,000, 10,000. That's what he's playing for. Exactly. He's about to be the all-time lead scorer by like post-All-Star break next year. He'd have to play a lot of games. No, I don't know about that. He's not nah. playing. He's not a workhorse yeah. anymore. He's not, but he's 2,700 points away though. Did he pass Malone yet? No, he's like he'll pass Malone by the end of the season, I think. I hope uh, that Bar- he's, Bar- he's like a thousand and some change away. He better pass Malone. No. I think Malone is at like thirty thirty Malone's like thirty six and LeBron is like like thirty five thirty five and six hundred, I think. What's crazy too is I remember that he passed Kobe like the day before Kobe died. And yeah, like was he was on a roll at that point where I was like, oh wow, like he's gonna he's gonna be the leading scorer in like a year and a half. And then he just Bro. started getting hurt. And then COVID. Yeah. COVID nah, didn't help. Fast and um Kobe was on pace to pass before he got hurt too, which is crazy. Who? Like Kobe had like four more healthy seasons after 2013, you probably would have got there. Oh yeah, I mean 2014. Was it 2014, 15? No, 20, 2013, 14. He only played six games. Yeah, so had he not got hurt, he would have got pretty close, if not past him. He was going for the all-time record in his last game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think in, like, 2012, they say he needed to play four more years and average 22 a game. I remember they sent my NBA TV one day, but then y'all hurt um, the next season. That was just uh, wax poetic and be nostalgic for a minute. It wasn't his best years. Obviously, his best years were Shaq and were, were Froby and then uh, the 06, like, fuck you tour, and then 08 <laughs> through 10, 08 through 10. But, like, yeah. there was a different aura in the league with, like, the 12, 13 Vino. Which like, like, he, like, it was a, di- like, he was not obviously, he wasn't as good as he was in the, in the, the two Pete plus the South, the first Celtics, like, 08 through 10. I think mm-hmm. that was the best, like, that was his peak. Those were years. Absolutely. But the, and then 2011 was, like, whatever. The, I I don't really remember the 2011 season that well for him. But then, like, 2012, 2013, those two years, he wasn't at his peak, and he wasn't playing, like, his best ball anymore. But that's when he, you know, I said Vino because that's when he started calling himself that because he was saying that he was aging like a wine. <laughs> and uh, that game, like, his game in those two years, like, it just had like a, a different aura. Like it felt like, oh man, like this is one of the best we've ever seen, like going out on his own terms, like oh, yeah. before Definitely. the injury. And there was like a weird thing, like when he would, there would be games where he'd have five games in a row where it was like, oh, he's old now. And then he would just have one where it'd be like an effortless 40. And the other team was just kind of like throwing their hands up. Like, what are you going to do? Like it's yeah. Kobe's been doing this for 20 years. And I always kind of wish that he retired after the Achilles thing. Like, I wish he kind of just waved off the court and didn't, never came back. Because, like, you know, good for him. You play as long as you want. You do whatever you want. You make your money. He made plenty of money those last two years, so good for him. But if he had, like, walked off the court right there, like, went out on top, I think, like, it would have been a nicer story. Like, it's the same reason why I wish Jordan never came back from the Wizards. Yeah. 
Like how LeBron, like how LeBron retired um after the bubble or something. Yeah, like the yeah. Peyton, like Peyton Manning going out after the Super Bowl. Like that's it's always kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. There's something about it, but no, I mean, I I don't know. I just was really thinking recently about it. Just felt like he kind of just like at that point, you know what it was after the three peat or the two peat. He had accomplished everything he ever had to accomplish. So then he was just playing like, I'm really good, but I'm not going to win titles or MVPs anymore. I'm just going to like yeah. show people I'm good. Right. All the one year, I think it was 2012. He was like him and KD, the scoring title came down to the last game. And he just like set the game out and let KD go ahead and get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, I have all the accolades I could ever need. I'm just like going to school people on just for fun. Yeah. And it's like sucks that Braun, because Braun is always in the quest for the more titles stuff, Braun's never going to have that. Never. You know who's going to have that is KD. KD is absolutely going to have that. Yeah, KD's going to get like at least one more title. And he's no, one like more his, title, but KD's last year in the league is just going to be a, a fun fest. Oh, definitely. He's going to be the over here that's like dapping up all the young guys and just, you know, hooping. Yeah, that's not Braun, and that always kind of bothers That's never him. Never him. No, that's not him. He's LeBron telling campaign to sit down. <laughs> LeBron gotta be LeBron, you know, all the time. <laughs> Steph is already that guy. Right. Steph is who? Wait, Steph about to pass Ray next week. Oh yeah, he. I I saw that. Uh, like Thirty he, away, I think. He's fifteen away now. Jesus Christ! And someone asked him. Do you think you could do it in the next game? And he smiled and said, anything's possible. And I don't know if he's going to, but if he broke the record for most three, if he broke Clay's record for most threes in the game to break <laughs> it, that would be kind of baller. But he might have to take like 30 of them because everyone's going to know he's doing it. Oh, absolutely. But I wonder if that would also mean, would they let him do it? Oh, they definitely would. <laughs> Kerr won't. Kerr probably won't. Oh, Kerr is such a sourpuss. <laughs> But now nah, Ray better show up for the game that stuff like breaks the three two. I don't I don't want the Instagram post or the or the Twitter post. I mean Reggie showed up for Ray, so Ray well, gotta show up for Reggie. I mean for exactly. Ray, Ray, Ray. exactly it's only right. It's only right. Don't give me the Instagram post from the golf course saying congratulations. <laughs> the golf course with Danny Ainge and Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that loser. He never he, he never went out to the steakhouse and the strippers with Rondo and and Pierce and KG. He was always hanging out with management. So he's hanging out with management. Speaking and then of he's still trying to trade him. <laughs> Speaking of Danny, is I want Danny to take the Trailblazer job, and I want him to like his first thing of business, his first order of business should be to trade for Miles Turner, and just like give all of us the middle finger about it. <laughs> Oh man, you just it, it, he gets all the guys that we that were ever rumored to Boston, right? <laughs> Wait, Paul George, James Harden, and KD are all in Portland. <laughs> Dane just gets to the podium like during their walking conference, like you got <laughs> man. Dame is uh becoming a very polarizing figure for me because on one hand, I'm like, man, this guy's incredible, like. Uh, deserved to be, I thought he deserved to be on the 75 team. I'm like, future Hall of Famer, like, love this guy. And then every single time he opens his mouth, I'm like, I hate this guy. Dame doesn't know how to posture correctly. Big old brother, this guy stinks energy. Every time. Like, during the offseason when he was on, 
the reports about him being unhappy kept coming out every other week just for him to get on the podium and be like, I'm not going anywhere, but it'd be nice if they could make the team better or yada, yada, yada. Just like, bro, just please. It's a very toxic relationship. He's so unhappy, but he won't leave. He shoot. You know, At some point, it's his fault. It is so such for all the loyalty and like the running from the grind and stuff. Well, part of loyalty is also like if like the real loyal guys are also fine with it, are fine uh, with you know like they work with what they got. Like Giannis, uh, you know, for all I know him and he just won the title, but. Giannis, I don't remember him ever complaining like they don't get me enough help. They don't do that. Giannis is just no. like, I like this place and I want to be here. Exactly. And like Dame always gives me like, I love this place and want to be here, but I on my terms. Yeah. Are you really that loyal for like he graciously <laughs> took the Supermax? Crazy. He was so and gracious it, about it. And once it's a reporting month later, he wants another extension once he gets to a new team. Dude, he gets an extension every every like fourteen months. <laughs> I swear to God, every other player, it's every four years you see they signed a four year supermax. But him and Bradley Beal, every nine months are signing a new extension. No, Harden was up there too at one point that was signing extensions every other uh, month. <laughs> oh yeah, Bradley Beal's the other one too because everyone's oh, always God. like, "Oh, poor Bradley." He's crying on the bench because they don't win. And it's like, he's having a fucking blast with no expectations. <laughs> he's getting Brad, paid to score 32 a game and do nothing. And do nothing. Brad will sit on the bench, pout, get mad. And then like a week later, be like, I love it here. I don't want to go anywhere. This is my home. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Remember, he plays with he plays with the fifth most talented guy in the league, Daniel Gafford. <laughs> oh man, he's having a blast him and Danny. You know, I personally don't hate on guys who are just like, I want to get paid and get buckets. I think that's pretty cool, actually. Oh, cool. I just don't like when people are like, oh man, free them. And I'm like, from what? From what? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be free. Don't save him. He doesn't want to be saved. He literally, they literally don't want to be saved. If he wanted to, we've, we've learned any player in the league can demand it. Ben Simmons can demand a trade, okay? <laughs> ben Simmons is the only guy who can't use his leverage correctly, mainly because he doesn't have any, because he's been pretty bad. Yeah, his is weird. I think it's... And because his GM is just not smart. I actually have a... Uh, a conspiracy theory on why they can't trade him. What's the conspiracy? <laughs> it's really big brain. So uh, to all the listeners and you and Derek and everyone, everyone's going to really get to suspend your disbelief. But I honestly think the reason why he can't get traded is because, so because of how he's played and everything that he's done, he is not going to go for anyone bigger than him. Like, they're getting parts back. Like, they're not trading him for, like, a better player. And I honestly think that the league, like, stepped in and was like, it's bad for the credibility of the league to trade a first overall pick, multiple-time all-star and all-defense guy for, like, C.J. McCollum. Like, I think they're like, no, like, you need to get a star back, but no one will give them a star back, so they're stuck in limbo. But they're like, no, no, no. It would, it would ruin the credibility of the prestige of the pick. 
Like, if you if, if first overall DPOY runner up, three time All Star, twenty five year olds are going for CJ McCollum, then the league is broken. They just doomed. But now, what Harden got traded for a bag of pennies. Harden got traded for a bag of pennies, but Harden was also a a thirty something year old disgruntled star. <laughs> it's different. It's different. Right, because Ben is like. Shoot, Ben is my age. So, yeah, Ben's like 25, 26. Um, oh, I always forget because he, he you know, missed the year. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, no, he can't be 25. He's Jalen's age. He was Jalen's draft and he's Jalen's age. Jalen just turned 25. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't he? Jalen's old for that class. Because Jalen was born in 96. Jalen's old for that class because Jalen was born in, in 1996 and then Brandon Ingram was born in like October 97. Jalen's the yeah. old guy in the class because I think, did he reclassify? Nah, his birthday just comes. You know how you got like register for school and your birthday got to be by a certain day? Yeah. His birthday might have been like just after the date that he, um, he would have been in the previous class, I think, probably. Speaking of reclassified and... This is gonna. This made me want to throw up and have a pit in my stomach, but uh, you know Imani Bates. Yeah. You know, like he's you know top five pick in the draft probably this year. Mm-hmm. You know what his birthday is? When? January two thousand four. He reclassified. He is seventeen right now, playing for Memphis. Jesus Christ. But I saw that and I was like, 2004. Like, I remember when Yon, when, I remember when, when Zion came out and he was born in 2000. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I'm getting old. But 2004, it, like, I remember it, 2004. Isn't Bronny born in 2004? Yeah, but Bronny, but Bronny didn't reclassify. This kid jumped up a grid. Bronny's like a junior. Uh, Bronny's just in his junior year, too. Holy crap. So this kid is gonna be like that's, that's the pretty, new Andrew pretty. Bynum, or he's gonna he's gonna be the new. Um, I tweeted about this the other day too. He's gonna be the new Derek Favors, the guy who never turns thirty. Oh, good lord, that's pretty. That's nasty. No, remember that, dude. I when when Derek Favors turned thirty this year, it was a very <laughs> sad day for me because I I he was twenty nine for forty years. Oh my god, him and Devin Booker are the youngest players ever. Devin Booker is still on best 25 <laughs> under 25 lists. He doesn't age. Now, Kyrie wasn't age. Kyrie was like 23 for like six years, too. So was Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> when Kawhi won the finals MVP in, uh, in 2019, and they were like, and remember, he's only 26. I was like, what? What? And now somehow he's like 30. <laughs> oh, no, no. Time isn't real. But yeah, now he's 30. <laughs> But he was 26. But that was also funny because he actually turned 30 in, in between game five and six. Yeah. <laughs> His birthday is, I mean, not 30, not 30. He turned 27, I'm sorry. He turned yeah. 27 in between game five and six. But he was 26 when it started. So people were like, ooh, like one of the best 26-year-old seasons ever. And I was like, damn. Yeah, some guys just don't age and some guys age way too fast. Some like definitely. No, I feel that. Like Bogdan Bogdanovich <laughs> is like about to be 30. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he was first team all rookie in 2018 or something. That's disgusting. I keep forgetting how old Embiid actually is. Embiid is like 28. Yeah, he missed um his first two years. And yeah. It's always going to throw you off. Exactly. Does it ever make oh. you feel um 
crazy that Steph is older than KD? Bro, I forget that all the time. Because Steph got drafted like two years after KD. And then also like wasn't even a house. KD was a household name at Texas and Steph had like the tournament run and then everyone forgot who he was until he was in a great time. Bro, I say this all the time. Yo, KD was like a legend before Steph was actually an all-star. Oh, I mean, then, yeah, he, he yeah. was. Yeah, and then yeah. that five-year run, Steph caught, um, caught up with everybody else with all the accolades and stuff. Oh, he caught up, but I mean, like, not only was KD a great player when he was young, KD, but KD was the consensus third best player in the league by 2010. Absolutely. He was the first he, team All-NBA his third year in the league. And they gave, like, second-place trophies. I swear, KD would have, like, the most second-place MVP finishes ever in his closet. It's him or Larry. Or Harden, actually. I feel like Harden was the runner-up for eight years in a yeah. row. Him, yeah, Harden was caught up to him, too. But from, but like, no, 2000, yeah, the, but from 2010 KD, to when he yeah. finally won one, KD was second-place, like, every year. You know, 20, 2010 to 2014, five years in a row on the uh, All-NBA first team. He went to like five Western Conference finals and a finals. Like, yeah, you know, he was a Hall of Famer before the Warriors. Absolutely. Long before that. Hall of Famer before uh, before 2015, like before the turn of the decade, really. Man, that's the lost season that they ever be. You'd want to talk about a lost season. The 2014-15. If yeah. he doesn't get hurt with the Jones fracture, he, yeah. um, he repeats the MVP. He was here, man. Go look at his stats in those 27 games. First of all, they went 21 and six when he played. And then they didn't make the playoffs. So Russ, Russ is going to jail for that, that he blew a 21 <laughs> and six lead. But um, no, but Katie, that he's averaging like, you know, his typical like 27, eight and five on like wow. amazing efficiency. And he would have uh, repeated as MVP because that was the weakest field. I love Steph and he earned that first MVP. That was the weakest field in MVP history. Yeah, because Steph didn't need hard. Steph was like, what, 23, 5 and 5 that season or something like that? 20, 23, 8 and 5. And yeah. uh, Harden came in second and won the players MVP. And then AD came in third. <laughs> and then like Kawhi wasn't Kawhi yet. Uh, LeBron had his had a, a pretty down year coming back from Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that was the only year of the 2010s that LeBron wasn't a finalist for MVP. So that tells you a lot. Um, right. Wade was done. Um, Kobe was obviously way done. Uh, who, right. who am I thinking of? Oh, Paul George missed the entire year from Dang. Team USA. That was crazy. It was a weak field. And no, I remember that was KD, KD's take. I mean, both KD and Russ were out the um, first like month of the season. Yeah, and then KD, um, the, the other crazy part, too, is that KD averaged 27 points a game in those 27 games, and that's counting that 10-game stretch before the surgery when they were worried, so they were playing him, like, 18 minutes a game. Yeah. And he was averaging, like, 24, 24 and 18 minutes. Just yeah, on like, they, yeah. I think they beat the Warriors, like, one of those games before he um, was out for the season, too. Oh, yeah, no, that's, like, that's my – all wall time what if season. He has two MVPs if he played that year. Definitely. Oh, and I honestly man. think he probably should have won it in 2017. I thought it was pretty fucking valuable that he went to the best team ever. No, he was ready, but he got hurt like uh, like fresh out of All Star break too. He and did, then the media and then media battles was not doing something anymore. 
He played over 60 games. That's enough for me. I do. I always make we- that joke, though, that, that that's super valuable. Like, people are like, oh, it's not valuable. You joined the best team ever. I'm like, well, you made uh, the no, best team ever bro. unbeatable. That's pretty valuable. Bro, can we talk about that player award show that they did for one year and never went back to? Oh, when Peyton Manning hosted it and was like, that was, that was, Wait, yeah, no. that was like nuts. Wait, no, he hosted the, that was the ESPYs he hosted. Oh, okay. I was thinking no. of like, he was like, yeah, oh, when you think man, when he did the KD joke. Burner accounts with KD, and then KD just looked at him and was like, nah, bro. No, nah, that was a few years before. Now, the player award, like you said, when they gave Harden the MVP. Oh, when 20 the players voted, 2015, when the players voted on all the awards. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was the only yeah, year they ever did that, though. Yeah, they had, that's what I'm saying. They did it for that one year, and then never did it again. Yeah, because they didn't like that the players picked a different winner. <laughs> exactly. That was so stupid. Then no, they had like uh, a they, bunch of subcategories, most unstoppable player. I think it was like LeBron or something like that. Some Yeah, something really stupid. The guy who got stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who got stopped by Andre Iguodala. Um, oh, no, but um, they they actually did do – they didn't do the player awards anymore, but they – remember uh, up until up until COVID stopped it, but from 2016 to 2019, they did do an award show. Remember because everyone was mad that they weren't – like they used to give out the oh, MVP. My God. In front of the home crowd and the playoffs, and then they yeah. started doing that, and they started giving the MVP after the finals. After the season, the MVP defended. Yeah, like that was that was pointless. Like we and don't people, care about it. That's all. Yeah, people were so mad because people were like, "Hey, you know, it would have been really cool if you gave Rusty MVP before Game Four when he played Harden." But no, we'll give it to him after everyone's just talking about the Warriors, and no one gives a shit anymore. Exactly. I know when they gave Giannis his second MVP when he was on the um, flight to Greece after the bus got eliminated. Mm. He was on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because it was it was it it was COVID though. Yeah, and that was um during the bubble. Yeah, he was on Zoom. Yeah, th- that was that was whack. But I mean, at least yeah. I get it. Like you should you should always give out the awards before at least round one. Round one. Exactly. The only reason why they why they don't do it, uh, the only time it ever backfired though, was when they did it and they had to give it to Dirk after he got swept. (laughs) KG said that was a year they changed the rule from the MVP having to at least make it out the first round to win MVP. Yeah, I mean that. He said Mark. He said Mark Q went around petitioning for Dirk to get it or whatever. No, but that was, that was like really funny, kind of because that's they a, had no, to be like, hilarious. oh, they was down three to zero oh to the set to the eighth seed, and they just had to give him the MVP, and he was like, yay, and they lost. And then he had the press conference after they got eliminated, holding the trophy, shameless, holding the trophy, <laughs> season over. Maybe they should just give it out before the playoffs. Just, just give it out like, <laughs> right. last game of the season. Give it the final regular season game, the home yeah. game anyway. Do you ever think that they vote on finals MVP too quickly? They vote on it like what during the game or the like that's five minutes after the game. Well, they yeah, they give it out so quickly. And I understand that most of like most of them are pretty obvious. But I always thought that like, you know, the the famous night in 2015 when they give it to Andre. Sometimes oh I always think like, 
You think they did it and they were like, wouldn't this be crazy? Like someone in the room should have been like, let's sleep on it. Let's see how we feel about this tomorrow. That was embarrassing. Because even in the moments, and Twitter wasn't nearly as big as it was as it is now, but Twitter was still big, and I was on NBA Twitter at the time. Yeah, so people were mad then. Bro, that was such that was nonsense. They gave it to Iggy because he held LeBron to poor shooting splits when his next best teammate was Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Timothy Mozgov. Like, bro, cut it off. It should have been Steph though. Hazily, like, come on, that's that was embarrassing. They did so. No, they remember they tried to campaign for LeBron to win it anyway. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's actually that that didn't help either. Like, exactly. must that has to be the only time ever where four different people got a got a Finals MVP vote that because some fucking jackass voted for voted for Delhi. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. Every other uh, finals MVP ever, it's just like unanimous one guy. And this one, like a bunch of everyone got cute. And that's how you ended up with Iggy winning it. Exactly. They didn't want to give it the stuff. The only time that ever should have happened is the 04 Pistons, where I think they all should have just split it. Honestly. That's the only time, like, that's the only one ever where there wasn't an obvious answer. Like, okay, like, you know, like how how do you say that Chauncey was better than Tayshawn, was better than Rashid, was better than Ben? Better than Ben was yeah, was better than Red. That one could have been a split, but exactly. any other one ever, no. Because you cause you had Chauncey hitting bitch shots, you had Ben Wallace being the best defender in the league and playing quality defense on Shad. You had both Rip Scar, you had both him and Tayshawn taking turns like locking Kobe down. Mm-hmm. So it's like. And then Rashid is just then I mean, Rashid is she. She is the one who even took him to the championship level by that trade that season. So it's like, yeah. So what do you do? They gave it to what the probably the lead or times with the leading scorer for the team, I guess. That's typically how it goes. Like no. uh, if you look at the history of who wins Finals MVP, it's pretty much leading scorer for the winning team. No. Which but is there's, fine, a, but... there's some weird ones. Uh, the yeah. funniest one I think I ever found was 78. Wes Unseld was the 11th leading scorer. So the worst scorer on the team. But he won worst it for scorer. rebounding. And I'm not kidding. I read it on, on the player profile for the screens he set. For the screens. All right. And the outlet passes. They were like, he just had such good screens and outlet passes that they were like, yep, this guy's it. And I'm like, this is the pass to Rudy Gobert finals MVP. That's fine. That's that's how we go um campaign for Marcus um final MVP when we finally get there. I always thought that he actually has a shot. <laughs> Not thinking all the time, too. <laughs> but it's it would it's gonna be Tatum. It's gonna be Tatum, but Marcus getting hot for like two crucial games like of a final series would be hilarious. I mean, I would have gave him. I uh, this is gonna sound blasphemous, but I think I would get. I would. I think I would have gave him MVP of the of the uh, Raptors series. I'm not mad at that. What was it? Game three or game four? When Which he one? was like, when he saved the game by hitting like he hit like. No, that was a, no, that was game two. We oh, game two, game two, game two. Yeah, where he was ice cold. Then like the first few minutes of the fourth quarter, he made like four straight threes. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was great. And then he had a triple-double in that game since that we lost because the refs and Kimba having, like, five points. Then we won game – then Grant won us game seven. We should have never doubted him. 
That was an awesome. Fuck! How did we lose to? How did we lose to the Heat? Bam! 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 Bam. (laughs) Oh man, good times. Too bad. Too bad nobody won a championship in the bubble. I, I sometimes wish that when people are like, "Oh man, the bubble was trash and no fans and the shooting was too high," and I'm like. Actually, I think the opposite. I think they should go back and replay every game in history in the bubble. <laughs> in the bubble, I, w- I would like to see how everyone shot. Would know if, if everyone shot good. Bring back um senior citizen Magic and Larry and make them do it out in the bubble. <laughs> or, I mean, I just wish like I could like zap all the fans away from all those games and see like. <laughs> I mean, we had T.J. Warren was about to sign a supermax after the bubble, so <laughs> the bubble was cool. The bubble was fire. Danny Ainge would have been a 30-point per game scorer in the bubble. I mean, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell averaging 57 oh, points a game and Jamal Murray, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that the no, best no. first-round series ever? It might be. It's not, it might be. No, Duncan Robinson, after all the smoke is finally cleared, is the real bubble boy. Oh, he's, he's ass now. Duncan just paid to shoot wide open threes. And it's god awful at it, but has the nerve to have a podcast during the season. Yeah, he's really bad now. Yeah, now Duncan tripped the lead. Truly. They said it was they said it was hero, but it was actually Duncan. True, he he truly did. <laughs> oh man, bye. Let's close before we close this out. Just a quick here. Let's get some early, just some still too early predictions so far. So your early MVP front runner? Like you're talking like season ended today or who I think it's yeah. Gonna... Okay, uh, season ended season ended today. today. Steph. Steph. KD second or fourth? Yeah, uh maybe. I love Kevin. Kevin's my favorite player, as you know, but just what what Steph like I don't think there is a second. What Steph's doing right now is just like it's special. I my uh, I I give my flowers where they're due. I've never been a Steph hater. Um, I no. like to joke on stuff, but not love stuff though. Steph, my MVP. What about you? Same here. Okay. But no, uh, yeah, Steph clear MVP. Him and KD, I think, are the top two best players in the league. As it should be. Followed by Giannis, Jokic, and the five spots hard right now. Yeah, it really is. But those four are just playing way better than everybody else, I think. Yeah, the five spot, like, it, it seems like it was going to be Paul George for a week, but that's died down. Yeah, that was bound to happen. No disrespect to Paul George, but that Clippers team is just kind of meh. I like Ty Lue, though, just going to say that. He's a good yeah, I respect, I respect Ty Lue now. Uh, DPOY. DPOY. <laughs> um, either him or Draymond or Giannis, one of those three. I'm going to do Mikhail just going to throw him a bone. Yeah. He gave Steph a hard time about the night. Rookie of the year's Mobley? Either him or Scotty. I go back and forth all the time. All right. I mean, I just kind of want to give it to, like, a I want I want to give it to Mobley, too. I love Mobley so much. I want to give it to a power forward. Yeah, I just I'm not do. mad at you. Um, and my favorite one right now, I I, I think – also, like this one might be the the my favorite one right now for the sixth man of the year. I don't, I don't hate Dennis. 
I don't hate Dennis, but Dennis is starting too many games right now. There's no, but isn't there, there's a rule like what a six man is. Like Manu got yeah. it and he started game. Like it's like it's more of a like I think you can still win it if you fill in games starting because of like injury. Yeah, definitely. But now Dennis is definitely playing either him or Tyler Hero. Is Tyler? Oh, he's back on the bench, isn't he? Um, well, Jimmy's out right now, so he's starting. Well, is Jordan Poole starting? Yes. Okay. When Clay when Clay comes back, if he's on if he's on the bench, Jordan Poole is like an easy answer, I think. Yeah, but not he's in that but he's in that most improved player category too. Which I think is I'm gonna go with Miles. I'm gonna go with Miles too. Okay. I like a lot, of people, a lot of people want to give it to OG, but I think Miles has been like slightly better and more consistent. I feel like OG, like, I just don't see the improvement. I feel like he's just been a great defender and, like, shooter for years. I actually, I feel like OG, OG's always just been good. He's been, yeah, he's been pretty good. He's just not a, I can't buy him as, like, a main offensive threat on any team. I got troll all the time, but I'm not troll when I say I think Scotty is already their best player. You know what? I think it's because I just, I refuse, uh, I refuse to ever give a most improved player to a Raptor again after Siakam tricked the league. <laughs> after Siakam oh. had two good weeks and then stole Tatum's spot on the second team All NBA. Oh That's, God, that was still makes me mad that he stole the spot for two good weeks. That was disgusting. Playoffs need to count for All NBA team. If you don't want to count oh, it for yeah. MVP, fine, but That's the All NBA team needs to count playoffs. I'm not mad at that, but no, you know who Scotty reminds me of. Kawhi? No, it's too obvious. He kind of reminds me of uh, a Sean Marion a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like that seems to be the kind of guy that they 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 just kind of like to draft, like long yeah. defenders. Exactly, sits a but do it all, grab ten rebounds, score. Well, I mean, I think that's I think what it was is I mean they had DeRozan for years and then they shipped him up for Kawhi and Masai. Masai so, is like, if I can't have Kawhi, I'll build my own. <laughs> Somehow, one of y'all will be Kawhi. <laughs> Who did they take in twenty twenty? Did they even have like a good draft pick? I do not remember. I don't think so. I like Fred Van Fleet too. I want to say that. I like, I like yeah, I like Fred a lot too. He's a gamer. Fred's been Fred's been most improved bad like five times though. Like you know enough. <laughs> oh, and he's the opposite of Devin Booker. He's the wait. This guy. This guy is is applying for an AARP card. Like he's old. Exactly. Him and CJ. Raptors fan. Raptors fans gotta stop trying to like convince us like he's like a fringe all star or not or anything. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not buying it. That ship sailed, I think. Yeah. Now they now they tried to last season though. He was. Yeah, I mean, he his. You know what it was too. What ruined any chance of him ever winning an award was his like it's actually kind of funny that you actually never win awards if you peak too fast it needs to be a slow grind because he was like a six man of the year candidate in 2008 and then they won the title in 2019 and i'm like well there goes most improved there goes six man of the year like none of those and you're never winning mvp and you're never being on the all nba team so you you lost out on hardware because you got too good too fast exactly Oh, yeah, but they covered everything. Oh, oh, oh one more thing before we go. Luca, not good anymore. Nah, 
Jason he's Kidd. Not, he's not that, he hasn't been that good this year. He has. A lot of guys haven't. Trade clear, unfortunately. Trey's a beast. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you can debate that at the at this very moment. Trey is definitely better. That's a that's a spicy sound bite. I'm I like rolling. That. I'm rolling. Hey, one's been to the conference final and one hasn't. Talk soon. One hasn't, exactly. One was getting hunted defensively by Kawhi, then locked up another end, the other one beat a team with like three all NBA defenders on it. You tell me, man. Uh, I don't know. That, that, that At 5'11". Matisse, Matisse, 14 minutes a game, Dybul, <laughs> doesn't really sell me as an all-defense all guy. He said, he I think he, he set the record for low, lowest minutes per game to ever make the all-defense all team. He was on the team nonetheless, though. <laughs> I guess. If that's the case, then, like, this, like what about there? Like, where was Taco then? Because Taco was great in his situational minutes. Taco was great in the time we had to play in like five minutes just the whole ground. The best per 100 possessions player ever. Ever. <laughs> uh, Stepping on Luka been kind of bad. Bradley Bill has been trash. And the, Davis has been a god awful year. Tatum is back though. He's not bad anymore. Nah, nah, Tatum, nah, Tatum beat the allegation. We He's had too many 30 and 10 games to be bad. Fast. We here. We back. Put and, the word out. We back up. Yeah, but we're, yeah, <laughs> we're back on the street. Uh, I don't understand the East right now either. I do not understand how we were in eleventh place and now we're in third. The whole league is thirteen and ten at the moment. Yeah, this is like when like <laughs> five years ago, like when war when the Warriors uh, formed up with KD and everyone was like, "Oh, this is trash. We want parity back." And now we have parity again. No, like, parody. Oh, this, this, is like, this is pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, this is gross. I I I don't want parity back. I want four yeah. good teams. Exactly. Like, I, I can't want to be good, one of them. I can't in good faith be upset about the Celtics when I look at the standings and the, like teams are just like free falling from their position. Are you excited? One more hour until Ennis Freedom gets to break down China's red wall. Oh, brother. I'm, I'm t- I'm, I've had enough of him. <laughs> uh, but I'm just, we get to play the Lakers in an hour. I, play I, Lakers, I, get to, get Tatum to play never late. disappoints against the Lakers. Get to play late China. <laughs> Lei Dej- yeah, Lei Ding Xiaoping. <laughs> oh, Anthony man. Mao Davis. Anthony Mauer Davis. <laughs> that was going to be a good the great, the great leap forward tonight. That's going to be a good one. I can't Yo, wait but, to see Drew's tears. I can. THT is not good. I'm sorry. The, t- the $20 million man. I don't know how he got $20 million. I respect Rich Paul for getting him $20 mil for They should have kept Caruso, man. Caruso. I used to think Caruso was a meme. Caruso was a, is a baller. Caruso was first team all defensive. Was he? I no, no. I'm saying this coming season he should be. He's leading the league in steals. I mean, yeah, he. he man, He's, you wouldn't believe how much they don't shut. Like, um, how much they talk about him. Like where I work and stuff. Like, and this is like in the south side too. So like, I can't believe like how much I hear like, oh, that white boy is nice. That white boy is great. And I'm like, oh man, they're talking like they, he thinking me for real. Like they're talking about me. No, they're talking about Caruso. I seen, I seen three little kids today, come in with like 
new Jordans, like, you know, like new school fits or whatever. And they got two kids had on like Caruso. Jer I'm like, they're selling Caruso jerseys out in the hood now. That's, yeah, that's he awesome. made it. He made that's it. That's awesome, man. He deserves it, though. Yeah, I'm I know. Sure, I thought Lakers fans were just like huffing hot air, but a lot of times they are. So, you know, you kind of like disregard the internet say after a while. Well, the, the real issue is that everyone who plays with LeBron looks like a jackass because he doesn't let anyone else shine. Exactly. But no, Caruso and Lazo are like doing a terrific job for Chicago defensively. Oh, they're hell. They're awesome. I love them. And one more guy I want to throw out there. One more defensive uh, little guard I want to throw out there. Uh, shout out shout out to the Gloves kid. Yo, GP, GP Jr. is a beast. He is like and he has a real long road. Like he does. He's, he's been trying to get to the league for a while. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. I remember when he was on, um, um, in and out the Rockets a couple years ago, and on AG League team and stuff. Yeah, and he's he's he um he really plays just like his dad. Yeah, I love that. I love me a good, I love me a good journey, man. I love me like I love a, a good old school defensive guard. They don't make them like that anymore. Uh, and he's and maybe he's super Mitchell And he's super athletic too. Yeah, no, good, you know, good for him. So uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of nice young talent in the league now. It's maybe the most there's ever been. Yeah. So once these guys, once the old guys finally like retire, the league's gonna be fine. Oh yeah. The the only question is gonna be who's gonna be the new face of the league. Yeah. Is it going to be Giannis? Maybe. But, you know, Giannis would probably be pushing like 30 or so when Braun and them probably gone. He got the personality, though. He's a he real does. wholesome dude. Giannis is hilarious. The Oreos thing was very, very cute. <laughs> but it, you know he was like dead serious about it, too. Oh, you know, everything LeBron's <laughs> ever done is contrived and made up and fake and everything. Giannis has never lied. Never. Now, favorite Giannis moment was when he was like, who he tweeted, he was like, hey, guys, where can I watch the Olympics? And I was like, oh, you can get it on Peacock. He was like, if I got to pay, I don't want it. <laughs> no, he, he's a genuine, like, everything about him just screams, like, real person. Real. And everything Braun's done since 2004, I'm like, you know, it's like he has a room <laughs> full of writers, like, like he's on, like, the late night show. Exactly. Make, making up books he's reading and telling everyone that he my favorite lie is when he said that he watched the game when Kobe scored 81 and he looked at his friend and said yo I think he's going for 70 or 80 tonight like no you fucking didn't look he might, have said, he might have said like 40 which I think Kobe was in the middle of average like 45 for like two weeks no so but he got yeah, he definitely video, might have said he's getting 40. But LeBron he's said he's getting 70 or 80. LeBron, yeah. you didn't say that. <laughs> no, yeah, LeBron's like, I, I just, I think he could get 81 on on 38 shots and 13 free no, throws no. tonight. Just guess the I've, stat line. No, I've, we've all seen Dallas in the zone. I've never woken up and said, hey, Steph might get 75 today. It's a, Yeah, it's an unrealistic number. <laughs> like, I've never seen a 50-point game that I wasn't surprised by. Um, I, I actually wasn't when Tatum, when Tatum had the 50 point game in the playoffs. Okay. That, I, yeah, because, that was... because he just had had three, I was like, where's the 70? Exactly. But he's different. The Tatum was different. 20, 2020 
post COVID Tatum was different. No, Tatum was getting bits throwing nights every night whilst Jalen was out for the season. However, I still agree with you, by the way. I still agree with you from the pod that we did um, where we picked our best players since uh, 2000. Uh, Everyone, you know, because of the four 50-point games, everyone always says that Tatum, you know, that was his peak. I agree with you. It was the bubble. Post-Kobe death to the bubble is Tatum's. Uh, Like, he he was was unstoppable. Definitely. He he don't get back there this season, though. Now that he's finally back on track. The scoring numbers weren't as gaudy, but the overall game was better. Absolutely. From the scoring, the passing, the defense. It's re- Yeah, it's really the defense. Ever since COVID, that's kind of fallen off the cliff. But yeah. So Adam Silver needs to go to jail. Absolutely. Absolutely. Put him in the same cell with Robert Sarver. <laughs> and Neil, and the guy from the Blazers that just got fired, Neil, oh, whatever his last name is. And yeah. Sham. And Sham. <laughs> Poor Sham. <laughs> Oh, man. But I appreciate you coming on, brother. Yeah, you too. Have a good time watching the game tonight. I'll, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure we'll all react very normally on Twitter if anything yeah. bad happens. I'm sure we'll take everything in stride. It won't come to any, you know, um, season-changing well, conclusions. Since this will come out after the game and we can look stupid or good predictions for the game? Uh, Celtics by seven at the most. At the least, I mean. Tatum over under 30 points. Over. Yeah, I'm gonna go over too. All this right. will be a this will be a night Tatum goes out there and has like another horrible shooting night. It's like 14. <laughs> yeah, and no, we're both like Tatum 30, 10, and 8 on 50% shooting. And uh, in about an hour, I'm gonna be texting you like, okay, well, it's, he's two for eleven. So if he hits his next <laughs> 10 shots, it's gonna be the Grant Williams game, baby. <laughs> all right. Um all right, I'll <laughs> see right, you. Thanks for letting me know. No problem, anytime.